Welcome to Hellas Footy Podcast, episode number 10. I'm your host, George. Let's get started. Stephen, how are you? I'm good, thank you, George. Yes, I'm uh, just getting into the autumn flow now. It's October, so yeah. That's it. The autumn <laughs> flow. Good. We're actually getting a bit of... We had, the sun was starting to come out here in Sydney. The The weather's nice and we got told we're going to have a week of rain, so uh, go figure. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. Greg, how are you, mate? Very good, mate. Very good. Been a yes. big week. Big week for your A club, mate. Yeah. We'll, big get time. On, we'll get on to that. Happy days around the club there. Nickel, how are you? I'm great. Six from six. Speaking of, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of happy days, it's uh, very happy for you. When was the last time this happened? Uh, six from six happened the, uh, about four years ago. And leading, and leading the no, competition. No, but we started on minus, I think, minus 12, whatever it was that season. That's Yes, I do remember. Yeah, and we you, were you quickly fourth, won. third or fourth favourites for relegation. Yes. That was the year that, yeah, that was the, the one season Johnny. where, uh, what's his name? The striker, Maheda, actually. Johnny had a decent yeah. Yeah. You've just, Nico, can't hear you. Yeah, is that better? Oh, that's better. Yeah, something happened. Uh, that was there. Donis and Maheda's one okay season. Donis as well. Jeez, Christos, eh? Uh, and the father, the coach. Oh, the father. Yeah, actually, that's and right. And the son was and there. And the son, yeah. yeah. Christos was there, punching above his weight. Good old Chris. All right, well, we'll get things started with the uh, the Super League. Uh, Lamia, 1-0 winners over Levadia Kors. Um, we're having a bit of a – well, both clubs are having a bit of a mare yeah. of a season here. Um, Richmond, Boakie. Boakie. Scored the goal for uh, Lamia just after halftime, the 61st minute. Lots of yellow cards there. Uh, Not a great advert. This nah, one. nah. Yeah, it's, you want Lamia to ju- just edged it as the better side. Yeah, I mean, yeah, less is more with that, this That's game. what they do, though. They seem to win these games against this sort of opposition to stay up every To year. stay up, yeah. They get the points where they need it just to keep themselves above relegation zone. But, um, and Levadia, of course, is screwed. I mean, what we're seeing, what we're seeing with the clubs in Super League, the ones that we'd we'd love to see back in the uh, in Super League too. Sorry, that we'd love to see back in the top flight. Maybe maybe clubs like Lamia aren't too bad after all, <laughs> having yeah. in the top flight, seeing as they're kind of just doing the right steady. thing and keeping themselves steady. Yeah. Um, moving on, Offi uh, continuing on their bad results had a two 0 loss uh, away from home to Asteras. Uh, Leo. Uh, Tilika and Gardowski were the goal scorers in the first half uh, for Asteras there. So, uh, Orfi having a shocker, shocking season. Greg? Yeah, I actually saw a lot of this game. Um, it was Orfi with a possession and Asteras playing on the counter-attack. And there was no amazing football from either, to- either side. Um, and I, I just think Asteras playing all these foreigners, just, I don't know what they're I'm sure they're paying higher bills when they could be playing some locals and playing some better football. But they uh, got the win. They, their first goal was uh, a beauty. Um, and Ophi, for the position they had, they, they couldn't really they couldn't really muster anything to uh, get that goal they needed. So they're they're in a bit of pro- uh, trouble there. I've said it, I think we've said it before. Their yeah. their attack, they, especially their attack in midfield and up front, they're just really lacking up there. Um, but credit to Asteros who, who on the counter attack did do some good stuff and got their first home win. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with uh, Orfi there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting time. Speaking of Asteras, uh, they got a Greek in goal, Papadopoulos. So there you go. But none of their bench players were Greek. No, no one. So yeah, they've they've played the goal. They always play the goalkeeper. They always play the goalkeeper. Yeah, but that's right. Yeah. has 
Probably they're not far off from Aris. They hardly have. It's all Spaniards and Argentinians and a few others. Um, five subs came on for them, all um, foreigners. And just looking at the bench there, they had, oh, geez, two Greeks, uh, Yorgos Prunzos and Antonis uh, Tsiftis on the bench. Jesus Christ. Anyway, well, they're winning, so who can, you know, who can blame them there? Um, Volos, 2-0 winners over um, Aris there. And Volos also had a player sent off in the 55th minute. Um, Deletic and, and Barrientos were the goal scorers for Volos in this. So Aris' up-and-down season. Yeah, well, I don't know what More to like this. down, on the road. More like down. down. Yeah, they're, they're amazing at home, but when they go um, away, they're just a different team. Yeah, they've got uh, seven Volos points. Volos deserved it. They deserve the win. Yeah. yeah. And can I say Pablo uh, Fernandez, pa- Paolo Fernandez, was yeah. really good for Volosa. I'm really looking forward to him coming to Aik in January. That's right. Well, you, you bought him. Have, have, what happened there? I'm just. Wasn't he linked bought, to Paul? He was linked to Paul, but we, he signed with us. Great, great, great move. That. Okay. Um, and he's going to come over in January. How did this happen? Like, I'm just trying to. I think, missed it. I yeah, missed it I, well. I miss. I remember you talking about it, Greg, but I missed it. So you bought him, like, what last minute, and you, they, he stayed. Yeah, there? it was last minute. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Interesting. And a Volos player ends up going to another club other than Paul. Okay. That's interesting. There you that, go. I just started the brighter the first ten minutes, but after that, Volos took control and never looked back. They, but they made their chances count. They really dominated them. Then Artis Jervinho came on and tried to make something happen, but yeah, didn't happen. Jervinho, Jesus. Anyway, Alan Pardu, eh? let's see if um, he has the Chris Coleman effect um, at that club, but it's not looking good so far for them there. No. Uh, nice segue, actually, to Chris Coleman. Yeah. Olympiacos, 2 0 winners um, over Chris Coleman's Atromitos. Uh, El Arabi missed the penalty. Uh, in the 38th minute, uh, Bakembu got one um, in the just before half time, and he doubled his goal scoring in the 68th minute there for a 2 0 win for Olympiacos, um, which is much needed considering the season uh, that the club has had. Stephen. George, it could have been much more. It could have well, been way more. And we but, said, but that's, we said that, that. Yeah, that's not a negative. Mm. That's, a, that's a positive because they took the chances that they were given by the, the penalty that had been missed. Um, Bakambu is a... He, he's a poacher, man. He's an absolute predator. And, he looks and, a good, he, doesn't he? Yeah, Guys, can I, can I just say... I'm sorry to spoil the party. Yeah, go, sorry Greg. to spoil the party. Ella. But the forges are saying he's a beast. Did you see the whole game? Did yeah. you see... Yeah. Look, uh, um, look. I, I hope he's wrong, of course, but I, I saw him do a lot of. Um, there was a lot of things he didn't do right as well. He no, he chances. Perfect, but, he but, but, but he oh, yeah, off. no, but no. Day, he scored two goals on his on his full debut, Greg. At the end of the day, we, you know, we, we did fluff chances. We. Yeah. And we did, we did say fluffed a lot of with the teams fluffed a lot of chances. That's been the story of Olympiacos for the last eighteen months. They're winning games or drawing games, but they should be putting them away with ease. But whatever's happening, it's just it's not happening there for us. Um, you know, El Arabi missing penalties. XG, with regards to Olympiacos XG, they're massively underperforming with what they should be this season. Um, but at the end of the day, you take the win, and it's the first time in this season I've probably not worried about us conceding. 
maybe bar, bar one chance that Zolaki's in goal uh, well saved and he he did a decent job. Um, and so, you know, it was just a better team performance and Miguel seems to have really simplified things, which is what was needed. I what think. do you, Stephen, what do you think of the, uh, the basic lineup? It was interesting. Didn't expect 4-4-2, didn't expect Rosé to start, but mm. hey-ho, I mean, he, he, we did okay. I, I really wanted Beal to start, but maybe he's being saved for the Europa League game because there's talks he might play up front now that El Arabi is out for three weeks. That's right, yeah. Um, Bakambo, Bakambo's not in the um, European squad, so he clearly doesn't trust Camara or Huang, who's not fit either. Uh, striker Huang, that is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it... Um, he changed to he changed to four two three one after this the half to half time and we looked pretty much the same. It, I think, uh, like I said, I think with Miguel, it's not really the, the formation necessarily that's going to matter too much with him. It never really was. It was more just kind of what he can get out of the players and how he can motivate them to to push on. And we, we looked motivated the whole game. We looked a lot. We just looked a lot better. And Huang in midfield was a star again. He's probably our, our player of the season so far. By yeah. injuries, yeah. No, it's it's um. Look, yeah, we needed a win. We needed. Uh, I was more. I was more happy. Yeah, that we didn't. We probably could have scored more, but I was happy that we kept the clean sheet as well, which is really important mm. because we've been conceding lately, and that's uh, and yeah, Tolakis in goal. Um, Pascalakis made his uh well. Signed with the club. Took well, it was a whole shit fight with the, taking the number nine jersey and then. <laughs> Yeah, he was going to take the number nine shirt. Graceful, and then, man. Is it number 94 or something he's got now? I and then he, wanted like, oh, then he wanted Christensen's jersey and like he wanted the, the 31, but that was that's like, uh, yes. He took 91. He ended up taking 91. Oh, so apparently what had happened yeah. is he wanted the 31 jersey. That's what I read. Gavros.com um, wrote it. Apparently he wanted the 31 jersey and he couldn't get that because Christensen's got it. So then he ended up taking the 91. So... Whatever, whatever. You don't take, you don't wear the nine jersey. It's just silly. But no. Anyway, no, no. Um, Marcelo on the bench uh, didn't get a start uh, for us there He'll either. But um, I imagine. He'll yeah. So um, look, I, I don't know. Kamara came off the bench for us. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I can't see. It doesn't. It doesn't fill me with excitement starting a five foot, you know, false nine. Um, and I know BL's a machine, but I just. He's too small. Well, he played there. He played there a few times for Copenhagen with some relative success. So he can do it, but it's not like you said. It's not his favorite position. And in the league, in the just, like, was it in the league in Europe? Like, I, I, just... I believe it was in the league. I think from what I what I read online. Um, but hey, I mean, at the end of the day, El Arabi is out, so we do need someone to play. Up we there. do. And he clearly doesn't trust camera. He clearly doesn't trust camera to play up there. Well, we don't know. Um, I mean. We'll... He came. He, well, he, I mean, he came off the yeah. bench. He came off the bench. I don't know. Oh, I just. I think we just. We need to win this game. If we have got any any thought of even playing in the conference league, we need to win this game. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll talk exactly. about that later. Talk about that a little bit later. Anyway, sure. moving on. Um, Nico. Bath Nikos away from home. Um, Two-one winners over Paul. Now Paul opened up the scoring. Nelson Oliveira in the 18th minute. Got the goal scoring, couple of yellow cards um, in the first half, and then um, boom, boom in the fifty-first and seventy-third, eight order. Got a uh, scored a goal and a penalty afterwards, and um, that's all she wrote. And then you're on top. 
undefeated, killing, killing it, kicking us. Nico. That man again, Aitor. Yeah. How many has he scored? Seven in six, I believe. Who was the guy that scored all these goals for you guys last year and died in the ass? Uh, Palacios? No, no, no. It was... Um... What was uh, it? Not Carlitos. 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 Yeah, Carlitos, yeah. That was only at the start of the season. That's, so what, I'm, that, no, that's what I'm saying, Carlitos. Yeah, but I, I thought it carried this good form back from the back end of last season. No, that's true, yeah. So I, I think I might have said it either last week or I've said it one of the weeks about I thought He's one of the players that's improved year on year since he joined the club and especially under our coach, Jovanovic. It looks like he really loves the club, eh? Or, or it's oh, either that, or, or either he, that, or, or he knows how to play the social media game. Um, uh, probably, honestly, probably both. Yeah, probably both. Because you, you look at what the goal celebrations—it was almost identical, basically, to the celebration he did in the cup final. Yeah, if you remember to the bulk supporters that started the trouble, he went up there and did it to them up there. Yeah. How did you see this game anyway, just as a whole? I was very, uh, very worried about it pre-game. Uh, the eleven, the starting eleven, actually filled me with a bit of confidence because that's my opinion anyway. The best eleven we've named all season to date. Uh, we didn't start the best. Uh, they took the lead. Avoidable goal, really. The two goals we've conceded this season, they've come to Ike and Bulk, and we could have prevented both. It was just uh, down our right. Sanchez, I don't think he's our first choice right back anyway, and Schenkerville just rusty on his return to the first team. Yeah, and they exploited it. Decent finish, uh, Oliveira. And we fought our way back in. And Jovanovic, uh, yeah, his halftime team talk did the job. Did the job there, yeah. Look, yeah. And, and look, it wasn't without controversy. Like our win against Tyke, uh, the our other derby earlier this season, this was also full of controversy because there was a penalty that we got uh, that wasn't initially given. Then that was correctly given uh, through VAR. And then there was a more controversial one in injury time that denied Falk the chance to equalise. Yeah. I saw all the uh, I saw social media going off. Um, I didn't get to watch this one here, but I was seeing social media going off, and I'm thinking, ah, something happened for sure. Our, for our, sure. One, our one was a penalty, a sporad one. That was that was clear that he got punched in the head, basically. Yeah. If that yeah. happened on a goalkeeper, it would be chaos. We'd, we'd be talking well, red card. God knows what we'd be yeah, talking. Yeah. Well, that's but, right. Then yeah. sporad, he's got a. That's two games in a row now. He's been hit in the head, and I think he's got some. Uh, Injury, I think, concussion or something now. He might be out for a bit of time. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, he got subbed so, off um, the 85th minute for Yanidis. Yeah, um, Yanidis. Now, yeah. it could be Verbic uh, that becomes the, the strike or, or Yanidis. We'll wait yeah. and see. Now, but, I was um, just... I, I was they re- had the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, go on, go on. The, the stoppage time penalty that was initially awarded yeah. but not awarded. Not that awarded. was the more controversial one of the two. Yeah. No, it's... I don't know. Greg, what did you think of that? Don't cast on me. Greg. Can't no, he's, on he's on mute. He's on mute. He's on mute. Oh, no. Yeah, he's muted us. Sorry, like... this bloody thing. <laughs> um, so, what, what, which, which, what, which one are we talking about? The, the last the, penalty. The la- nah, it's no penalty, was. man. No penalty. Easy. Yeah. For me, no penalty, but that was more of a... He overplayed it, if anything, one. as well. Now, um, Nico, I was just... I did, as I didn't get to, to see this game, but I was just reading some comments from um, a, a lot of the Greeks, actually, like in Greece, not, not, not the expats, were saying that um, they're happy with the team, but they don't reckon Kurbelis and Perez um, are the players that they need to actually push forward, oh, which see, is I interesting. Think they were. 
a lot of people were saying that could barely send Perez. They, they need the team needs an upgrade this on this. Came up on the spaces that Andoni and Alain did. It's, okay, yeah, well, there this you go. Topic, and I was with Andoni. I, I thought I think they they work for me anyway. Okay, it's it's interesting. I guess I, I guess if if people maybe are looking for faults, I don't so, know. So I, if I'm looking for faults, I'm talking Sanchez. And again, it's not really false because he's not our first choice right back. It's it, it's Kotsiras. Yeah, who's currently out. And Sporad, if, if I thought it wasn't going on this uh, crazy goal scoring run, it would have, we, we'd be talking about Sporad's lack of goals. Yeah. Well, there but you go. his credit, he, he works damn hard. He's, he's and doing, he sets the he's tone doing up something front. there. Yes. Yeah. So, wow. Absolutely. And uh, I, I thought he, he just, uh, it's, it's incredible the run he's on. Now, it's not going to continue. But hey, Nick, what about, what about Vega near this? Why isn't he getting, every time he comes on, I think he does so well, but he's not getting a lot of game time. Yeah, look, I'd have him over Sanchez starting at right back. He's a right back, isn't he, Vayanid? He is. He yeah. Is. I'd he's, have him starting he, now that Kotsiras is out. And he's he's also, he, he, what does he wear? He, he wears, can play further forward. Like he wears a, right a number two jersey as well. So that's a perfect number two right back jersey. As well. He can yeah. play further forward as well. So there you go. He's, he's a... Uh, He's a classic man. He likes his uh, basic football numbers. Um, now, just there was issues after the game. Apparently, um, Luchescu went after some fans, I believe. Did you guys see that? Yeah, they were having a go at him. And yeah, he and, and he reacted. Yeah, so he was, walking, he was walking down the tunnel and then the fans were cracking it at him. So he popped out and he just started um, going off at him. So, um, yeah, was there anything further from that or was just... Not really, no. No, nah, just okay. uh, just there you go. So um, he's emotions. Feeling, he's feeling the pressure. I don't understand that. It's it's a weird situation at the clubs. You know, there's something going on with the owner. He's nowhere to be seen. So um, well, all I'll say, George, at least there were no guns involved this time. Yeah. Well, I mean, the owner's disappeared. He's even in Greece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I well, so I don't know where Savi this is. He could be nah, on Mars for all I know. Nah, that's right. So, and I think even the fans are starting to get a bit um antsy about that situation but, there. For them, though, they, they traditionally have had good home form. Yeah. I think about us over the last decade, you can count the wins we've had up there on one hand. Well, your home form, your home form, yeah, well, I mean. I'm talking about their bulk they, home Oh, sorry, bulk well, even, home form, yeah. Even us, Nick, like we've, yeah, even exactly. when we've been at our best, we've always struggled at Dumba because it's so intense there. It, it's a very intense, yeah. it's an old school stadium, very on top of your head there. Um, moving on. Panetolikos, 4-1 winners away from home over Pasianina. Um, Jonathan Morse got the goal-scoring start in the seventh minute. Uh, Karelis in the 25th minute uh, doubled their lead. Um, Erampun, I can't even say that, got a goal back for uh, Pasianina. And Karelis doubled to wrap up his hat-trick in the 71st and, 80, 71st and 87th minute, respectively there. So um, Karelis on fire. Boys, Panetolikos playing football, nice football, 10 points from six games. I think they'd be happy with that. Exactly. We banged on about it for ages, George, but to see Garelis in the form that he's been scoring consistently after all the struggles he went through in Europe is such a pleasure to see. You know, I know it's for a smaller club, but it's it's really, really cool. It doesn't and, matter. You yeah. Know, yeah, no, it's great. Like he's becoming a hipster's choice for a lot of people who, who follow Greek football outside of outside of Greece. It is um it is becoming a bit of a hipster's uh, club, eh? They could be the season surprise packet team. Nick or move your hand there. They could be the season surprise packet team. Because you're still a bit musky, mate. The the oh, you said that there's a surprise 
They're the yeah. surprise team. Yeah, well, last year we were talking about Volos and Pazianena being those teams early doors. Now it's Panetolikos without a doubt. And what, what, you know, what could have Karelis have done for, for the ethnic year? Well, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? They're good creative. I, I would have, uh, in hindsight, I would have probably been putting him there over the Vikas. But uh, hindsight's a beautiful thing. It's hard because the Vikas has been playing. Like, I know we, we spoke about that. Like, he's, he's actually doing well. I think At, the pecking order, though, the pecking order would have been uh, the Vikas ahead of Ioannidis initially before these two games. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He was. This was his game, the two games for him to prove himself. Yeah. And after he shocked his last, the last few games, and he, unfortunately... He didn't do himself any favors. In well, fact, he just confirmed a few things. But he's young still, so there's plenty of time for him. But yeah. for me, if you're starting off like this at the national level, you know, you know when a, you know there was many players who got in there young and did their thing. You're struggling this much traditionally, and we've seen this in a lot recently. It's going to take a, a few games for him to even to get half decent, and then he's going to he might have a little run. I don't really know if we've got that. The Greek national team has that um, that patience or that time for. For players like this nowadays. Nah. Well, yeah. Well, we're winning now. That's the... anyway, Stephen. Sorry. Well, I was just wondering if it's a case of kind of club bias because in England everyone talks about club bias. Oh, you know, he plays for United, therefore he goes into the England squad. Is that? Would you guys say that's the same for Garellis? He plays for Banitolikos, therefore he doesn't get picked. Hundred percent. Yeah, even look at Pascalakis. Just Salia, on Pascalakis thing speaks for itself. Salikas never got yeah, a chance. Yeah. He even said yeah. Salikas yeah. even said, "I have, I have to leave." Greece to, to to even get a looking, and he's still not getting a look in. Uh, Pascal Lakis yeah. was clubless and got a got a jersey. Yeah, true. Um, you know, so it definitely is. But um, he's still young enough. He's thirty years old. You know, he's killing it. So he wouldn't look out. He wouldn't look out. So I'd have him in the ethnic year. Like you, you want to trust guys. Like the, it could kill guys' confidence. Like uh, Duvikas, if you just drop him there, but. The ethnic is playing well, they're winning, so you want to try to build off that as well. You don't want to just, you know, sit players, keep players in if they're if they're out of form. But um it, it's a great argument to have when you're winning, I guess. Um anyway, moving on from there, Greg. 20 years in the making. Yes. Uh the stadium, it looked beautiful. There was celebration the whole week. Um there, lots of nice things going on. The so all the media, um, beautiful photos. You know, we saw this here, um, you know, with the Rayeggi walking into the stadium there. So all these beautiful things all happening all week, and then finally we get a game there, and you guys absolutely light it up with a four-one win over Yonikos. Uh Gasinovic uh, opened up the scoring in the sixth minute. Levi Garcia in the 26th minute. Uh, Araujo in the 62nd. And Gasinovic in the 65th minute got your four goals. Um, Elefteriadis got a consolation goal in the 93rd minute. But full house, pumping, everything going well. Clubs finally in their brand new stadium. Greg, over to Yeah, you. it was the perfect weekend. The opening on Friday was amazing um it was really something else it was old uh, you know some of the old legendary players were there um they were greeted i mean we played the the, the club anthem with a full house it was unbelievable there was some pontian dancing there it was it was just unbelievable and for me to see demis nicolai this and historia this there together but even some of the other players like batista costis guys that i grew up with watching the nicholas gumas there it was amazing um then the game day 
and kickoff was delayed by 22 minutes because there were so much players. I, I mean, I in Australia the game was on at 4 a.m. So when I clicked on at 3:50, I could see the stadium was like a, a volcano ready to explode. So I knew there was going to be huge delays. Um, and it was just man, it was really like a, a good old fashioned air game in New Philadelphia. I mean, I, I, I've mentioned you know since we're doing podcasts. When I watch some, you know, almost all teams just break like getting behind Aik the defense so easily. Um, man, it, it's heartbreaking. But this game we completely dominated, and this is what we used to do with teams. With all due respect to the only courses, of course, but you know, with with the other clubs, the smaller clubs, we used to dominate like we did in this game, and um, they they were probably a bit shell shocked. They they put on a decent fight, but we were we were fantastic, and it was so good to watch. A game Aik been in complete control. We haven't seen that in a while, um, and all the players totally stepped up. Um, credit to everyone. It was it was fantastic, and it was a, a beautiful opening goal by Gasinovic to open the scoring for us. Um, and it was just a matter of time when the goals were going to keep coming in. I was actually we had scored four goals, and I was wondering, I wonder who the first Greek player is going to be. And then um, it was <laughs> it was a of, the last play of the game was a breakaway to any course and left at the other side. He, he finished well past guessing the uh, Stankovic yeah. say. Um, but man, it was amazing. Um, it was actually because there were so much players constantly going off, it was actually great towards the end of the first half and start of the second half to be able to watch the game with a clear picture and see get a real appreciation for the stadium because it's it's a really beautiful stadium. It's I mean, I'm, and it's yeah. I've, I've wanted a, a two layer nice stadium in Greece forever since I've been following Greek football. and Finally got one. You know, it feels like you're watching another league when you're watching these games. So everyone's hanging now for the second, the second game. Who do you play then? The second game. Uh, let me quickly, um, let me quickly have a look. I was hoping you weren't going to ask that. Oh, sorry, mate. Atromitos. Atromitos. <laughs> oh, beautiful. The easy whip. There you oh, go. <laughs> I, I went. Atromitos for me is a massive disappointment. Big game. So we should be able to pull maybe six on them. Uh, and oh. then you, and then you've got Park. Um, now that's going to be that's going to be that, insane. That, yeah. Um, well, look, we're obviously going to have a lot of different moments at the stadium, like you're doing, like you're doing football. But watching this game against Yonikos and the ease that I mean, just how much we're in control, where I just kept thinking, I cannot wait for the first derby at this ground. It's going to be insane. So bulk it is, eh? On the yes, yeah, it's 30, on the thirtieth of October. So yeah, that is going to be Wait, amazing. What do you, yeah. Greg? Atromitos in the first derby. It's an Athens derby, right? Uh, uh, look, I, I was hoping to, well, look, was an Athens derby as well so. that's true that's true you, you uh, haven't seen I was going to say Atromitos I'm just I don't know what Chris Coleman's plan is in the, when they play the big games because I watched them against Balk and I saw I saw them against Olympiacos and it's honestly a training run for anyone that plays them they play good at home and they play they're competitive against the other teams but and this is just for me just the Greek league in general why, why you know we're doing so poorly in Europe and you've got teams like Atromitos which are giving uh, clubs like Balk and Olympiacos training runs and it'll probably be the same with us at um and the game that we play with them. I just I just think they're they're better than that. I'll tell you what though, uh, Greg, you're up to second now with the new stadium. If you can build yes, some momentum the, on that early goal, the chase is definitely yeah, on. It's, chase, and it's yeah. gonna look the big thing is gonna be derbies. I mean and you know I grew up with Nicholas Gumas, the Nicholas Gumas Stadium when Aik used to win derbies. We used to win all, all the derbies back then. Uh, especially against Olympia course. And now we can't win a bloody derby. We, you know we win one derby in, in it's it's team picking, so um, I'm really curious to see how we can go with that. And also curious for next week. I really think this game against Rennie Cos made us better, so I'm curious to see how we go against Addis next week. Build, because see if you can build off it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
yeah, speaking about the league, I think uh, this this might um the way things are going if it continues on, this split league might uh, the split might actually be the one thing that's going to determine the winner of this uh, competition. Especially, it's wide, open. it's wide open now, so they're probably licking their lips, hoping that Barthnacos, you know, try to maintain this uh, big lead that they've got. So when you go into the split system, um, you know, you've got your three derbies with each team and all that, which will determine a winner. And you can, I'll put all the money in the world now. Controversy galore is going to happen. Oh, yeah, exactly. Loads of still images of a, like a, foot, a stray foot hitting someone else. Where uh, another angle, it's fine. No, I'm talking oh, shit's going to hit hit the referees or the coach. Coaches are going to go down like they've done before. The last few years of us having this format, the team that's finished the regular season in first has gone on to win it because of well, the had such a gap, such a huge gap. That's but it's, right. I'm saying it's yeah. deserved. I'm saying if the team ends the regular season in first and doesn't go on to win it, all hell's going to break loose. Well, that's what, yeah, exactly. So, um, it, look, it, it's it the, the league's actually been um, it's an interesting time now um, because you've got clubs like yeah, everyone's competing, everyone's going well. Um, well, sorry, not everyone's going well, but the whole thing's it's an open competition. It's it's very open here, so. Um, We'll and the- just just on that, I just think with what AX showed this week with the new stadium, I think it's probably definitely gotten some people at Panathinaikos and Pauk talking because they've got a new stadium. To, uh, from what I believe, Panathinaikos' new stadium at Botanikos is ready to go in September next year. Um, As you said, are they going to start digging? Like what? Yeah, yeah. Unless something, um, I'm, I'm sure something will change, but uh, I'm well, sure the, the power brokers at both clubs have looked at what's happened at eight with this new stadium and thought, come on, we got to do you know what? Like, too. even like you take away, like, with Bath and also does need a new stadium. Um, if only you, you take away, you build history with your old stadium, obviously, what you do, but with a new stadium, you build off that as well and you grow into it and you build more and you, you, you just become more successful and you, you create. A brand new stadium offers players uh, like the Spaniolos and all the, the half decent players that want to come to Greece. They'll look at this spanking brand new stadium and like, yeah, I want to play for this club. So, um, and especially when you're competing with teams that like uh, like in Germany and Spain, for instance, a lot of the teams, regardless of where they sit on the ladder, they've all got nice shiny new stadiums. So, if we want to try to offer something and get quality players coming to us to our bigger teams then we need these stadiums there. Um, you speak of Pathnay. Of course, the last I heard was last year when they all signed that MOU. So unless things change from that, um, Nick, well, you might have a stadium in about five years' time. I, I, I've heard nothing recent on this. I haven't heard anything recently either. Just the the, the MOU memorandum of understanding where the, the club... That was last year. The club, the government... And the council all agreed on it. Yeah. In but fact, no, that was over a year ago. No, I think it was last year, but um, I think it was last September. Yeah. So um yeah, we'll see what happens there. Anyway, table as it stands now, Pathnake Gorse sitting pretty on top. Six uh games, six wins, eighteen points, goal difference of nine. Um AEC push up to second there with their win there on twelve points. Olympiacos on eleven points, Volos eleven, Pauk eleven. Panetolikos wrap up the top six on 10 points. Aris just outside the six on seven on 10 points as well. Atromitos eight, Astera seven, Lamia six, uh, Ofi four, Pasianina four, Levadiakos two, and Ionikos who had a great season uh, dropping on 
uh, looking terrible, sorry, on one point with a minus 11 um, uh, goal difference there. So next week's games, just a quick look. Panetolikos host Volos, Anikos Lamia. Um, uh, what do we got? Ofi Olympiakos. That's going to be an interesting game. Um, for Olympiakos. Uh, Olympiakos is going to demolish Away from home. Well, Ofi's in trouble. So at home, they might try to put up a fight there. Hopefully we smash them, but um, follow me. Um, Levadiakos host Baok. Pathnaikos Asteras. Um, probably the biggest game of the round is Adis hosting Aik, Greg. And, um, Massive. Yeah, and Atromitos and Pasianina. So, yeah, probably game of the round is Adis um, Aik match. And the rest um, should pretty much go with the favoured side. Yeah, anyway. Um, what do we got? Where am I going? I've lost my train of thought. He's sorry. Europe. Um, Stephen, Olympia, of course. We've got a European match this week um, at home against uh, Karabag or whatever they're called. Um, first things first, um, how do you think? What do you, you were talking about our lack of strikers. Um, so do yes. you think that um, we're going with that false nine that uh, we've heard about or? Probably, although maybe that's just a ruse so that Miguel then plays Abubakar Kamara. Who knows? But uh, interestingly, George, while we were speaking, I've looked up Beal's stats when he played for Copenhagen up front. So he played five games, scored two, assisted two. And the two goals that he did score were in the Europa Conference League last season. So okay. he can score in Europe from up front, but it's just not happened very often. He's only played 400 minutes or so at striker, but he can certainly do it. He's too small. Um, he's, he's, he's a midget. He's, he is quite small. He it's is a... quite small. But he looks, but at the same time, he's not a wiry player. He's a bit, he's a bit, he has a bit of physicality about him. Yeah, well. yeah. No, I get that. So, yeah, I don't I know. I think we need I to win. win. We need to win this game. No, oh, the, the, we the, need the to win. Two games against Karabag are must win games. Yes. If you don't win those two games, not only do we not deserve to be in the, even in the Europa Conference League, we will not be in the Europa Conference League. Um, and I would be, I wouldn't be so worried about this game on paper if it wasn't for the fact we've lost the first two games and Karabag absolutely slapped um, Nolts three 0 in their yeah. last game at home. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a tough. It's going to be really tough. It's but tough. If, if there's any manager who can get us through European games, it's Miguel. So. Well, we need to win this one at home because going to Azerbaijan yes. ain't going to be a uh, easy. And and uh, yeah, no. it, I don't. I don't. I don't fancy us in in Azerbaijan. We need to get this game. We need this win. Yes, I, I don't 100%. know what. I don't know what's going to happen. There was rumours there. Actually, Greg posted a, a rumour that I went looking for that Marcelo was actually going to be released, and I went looking for. I think you sent that that link to us. Yeah. And then it must have. Wherever that rumour came from, it must have gained traction because then the club goes out like a few hours later and puts out a statement. Um, Saying, look, you know, he's training. Michelle, Michelle was came out and he said, look, look he's training. He's, he's, we're all, we're all in on this, but it, he'll only play when he's fit. So, I think there was a bit of truth to the fact that he's unfit. Um, but at to what level? Uh, is yeah. Another... Well, I mean, and also if you notice, George, they posted the third kit with him and James Rodriguez in it as well, not long after as well, just to kind of make people clear, like, oh no, he's still there. Like, he's still very much mm. part of the team because if you ever notice with Olivia Goss players they're not in the kits on it or being put in the photo shoot yeah if so, they're not in their flash, for obvious reasons so nah, yeah so, I, I, 
Whether he plays against Carabag, we'll see. Um, a lot of people would like him to play because a lot of people online have really turned against Oleg. For, 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 for sometimes it's what, in some cases, it's been warranted, but. Yeah, he's kind of becoming our Harry Maguire. Anything bad he does, he gets absolutely I think, hounded on. You know, so. that that was Bar for a while as well. Um yeah. even Cisse copped it for a while. I wouldn't be like I Oleg's Oleg's Oleg. Like the whole, team, finding, the, the whole team's been to blame. The whole team's been been poor and been inconsistent. So I think just guys are just picking on there's there's a few guys that have just been copying it, but um look whatever I, I have no real thought as to what team he's going to be putting out there considering um, players all over the place there. I just hope whatever Michelle, Michelle does, we get the win. That's it. Well, I'll tell you what, George, the only thing that's a given is are the centre-backs because we have two available centre-backs and that's Socrates and Cisse because yes. the others are injured. Well, they're or, all injured. You know, that's gone, right. to, gone to the UAE <laughs> posing yeah. with Lions. And posing with, again, sketchless about Lions, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, Gate 7 um, fans, they've been banned from the stadium. Um, yeah, because of dramas that they had um, in the previous match at home, so they won't be uh, participating. But I don't know, Nico. You're a you're a lover of um, a good, um, you know, um, would it not whole group, whatever you want to call it. These yeah, fans, all that stuff. Yeah, they're going to find their way in the stadium. Oh, they'll sit in other areas. Yeah, yeah. That's so. It's almost comical just to say. Oh, whether they they actively chanting and lighting the flares in the other areas of the ground. They'll just spread them out. Uh, so they're going to physically close that section of the stadium. I believe so. Okay, so you're going to have And this one... was to do, as you said, I think, I, it was definitely with the Freiburg game. What it was about, I'm not quite sure. I think it was flares. Yeah. Speaking of that, hey, Greg, do you reckon you guys are going to cop it for uh, lighting up? Um... Uh, we would have coped. Yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll get a, a small fine for that. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I reckon just let the flares go. Like, just well, yeah. look, it's uh, it's look, other clubs get a little fine for it, but at the end of the day, it's not really regulated so much in <clears throat> Greece or Europe. There's nothing like what it is here. Imagine, can you imagine that? Oh, <laughs> I yeah, was talking to yeah, one yeah, of the uh, league rep from uh, Australia, and I was just saying, imagine, imagine someone from FFA was at the Hagia Sophia and looking oh, at all that. They'd fucking they'd cower, they'd cower, they'd faint, they'd run away. They're like, called the fire brigade. What is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the it's, you just got to let it go. They're, they're getting yeah, the flare, just let it go, let it go. Yeah, mate. And, and, if, and if you want, choreograph, yeah. choreograph, and just say, listen, boys, you can all just gather up in these one sections and light up flares all around, so it just lights up the stadium. There's nothing George, wrong with this either when the sides come out or when there's a goal. Nothing wrong with it at all. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, I remember seeing this video years ago in South America. This guy lit, lit a flare and it blew up in his hand and it was just a mess. Um, so, I don't know, maybe they're scared of something like that happening. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think it looks amazing. I think it adds it adds uh, to the game. It adds to the atmosphere. The players, I get a buzz and I'm sitting in my lounge room, you know, on the other side of the world. So you can only imagine what it's doing to the players. They get a mad buzz out of it. And it's just, it brings something different to the game as opposed to sitting there, you know, just doing that, you know, clapping. Uh, anyway. Welcome to Australian sport. Welcome to Australian sport. That's right. There. And, you know, I remember, you know, when I've been to games in Greece, even when I went and saw, saw some Addis games, the entire games, man, you, you remember these games forever because the atmosphere is just, 
so unbelievable. So mm. of course you're gonna. That's that's awesome. That's what you want. You want you want it. You you want to build off that. And you want your fans to. You want that intimidating factor. And you can have these family stands. And I'm sure like Olympia, of course, has a family stand as well. So if you don't want to be around all that kind of stuff because you're with your kids and all that, then you know I'm sure clubs cater for all of that as well. That's just um, anyway. Moving on, um, Timikas had a bit of a. He's been starting lately, but he, um, yeah, they had a what was it a draw, or a loss, or whatever. Three or draw, three or draw. Three or draw. They were they were down two nil, I think. Then they got yeah. up three two, and then they copped another one. Um, but yes. he was he was hooked just after half time, I believe. So. Um, now, the coach didn't, Stephen. I don't think the coach said anything, but um, he blamed his whole. Not that I'm aware of. At the end of the day, George, it's not Zimikas that's that they're focusing on. It's more just the right hand side because because of how they play. There's so much space on the right hand side when Trent Alexander Arnold bombs up the pitch, and then the other two centre backs are exposed. So Zimikas is actually in the correct position where he's supposed to be. And then they'll just what they'll do is they'll just find space on the right hand side, and then they'll have plenty of opportunities to score. So, and I don't think taking Zimikas off is really going to make a difference. And you know, you know, I know they came back in the second half, but it, it wasn't really down to him why they were struggling. It's been the fact that Trent just can't track back, and his defending is a bit naive. And he really that's the big part of his game that everyone knows he needs to improve on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy that Zimikas is getting an opportunity while Robertson isn't fully fit. But I, I'm starting to see a few fans. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's social media, so how can you tell? But uh, some fans are starting to get on him. And I'm just thinking, you guys were lauding him a few months ago when he scored that penalty in the FA Cup final. Like, give him a chance, you know. He's he's doing well when he's there. Statistically, he's by far better than, than being better than Robertson this season. And that's a fact, you know. Liverpool he, fans, man. Yeah, no, he he should be the definitive starting left back for them at current anyway, regardless of whether yeah. Robertson's fit. Liverpool They've got fans. bigger problems. They got bigger problems than yeah, Jimmy. Not only the right back, the midfield as well. There was that. Yeah, um, I know, Nick. I there know. was that whole. There was that whole stat about the coach after when his seventh season at every club is just a complete failure. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I think it might be coming true. Oh, long mate, who knows? Yeah, look, I don't care. I'm not a fan of Liverpool. I hope Simicus goes well. Yeah, long mate, couldn't, couldn't care less about that club there. Um, speaking of stats as well, I don't know if we're talking about stats. Um, Mavropanos is, according to um, one of the stat companies, I don't want to say it because there's a couple that we, whatever, one of them um, has rated him the best defender in the Bundesliga. Greg, how do you th- how do you take that information? I've got to watch. Um, you know what? It's my mission to watch him play in the Bundesliga because I've only really seen him play with for the uh, a little bit with the yeah. Ethnic Arsenal and Greece recently. And um, his performances for the Ethnic for me were they were okay. There were definitely nothing. There was some good moments, but there was also some moments where I thought, man, if we play in better opposition, we're going to get hammered here. So uh, I've got to see him how he played. He's always getting great, rave reviews in for Stuttgart, though. So um, I'd love to watch. Do you, do you uh, think, I've, got to, I've got to watch some of these games. So do you think, right, um, that he's getting the rave reviews because he's playing for, for a club that's not doing well, but he's actually just excelling or maybe a little bit better? It could be, you, but you as know, in if you took him out of, as in if you took him out of Stuttgart and put him in, I don't know, one of the better teams in Germany, what would he would he still be at that level? Like 
Is that a false economy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Look, just that, that's, that's a great yeah. question. Um, I mean, I've got to watch. I've got to watch the games to, to make because, like you're saying, like I mean, there's less onus on him to yeah play yeah. hard and things like that. Yeah, I mean they're lo- they're losing more than they're winning. So if he's just doing his doing his job and he's clearing he's balls scored. and all that, he's and, he's, and, and he picks up a goal here and there. Um, and I, I think it must just be because they're a relegation threat inside. They're naturally under more pressure in the defence. So you're going to focus on how the defence do more anyway. And and he's under pressure way more. They yeah. actually haven't won yet this season in the Bundesliga. They've got how many? Eight games, five draws, three losses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. Interesting there for him. So um, I don't know. We'll see how things are going to pan out. Um, look, he's a good player. I, I think, like <clears throat> like you were saying there, Greg, he's he's okay for the ethnic year, but um, without anything, you know, over the top there. But um, look, long may continue for him. You know, if he's being, if the rave reviews are counting, um, hopefully it gives him a bigger chance to showcase okay. his skills at a bigger and better club. Um, Greg. Yes. The competition, the um, yeah, so there's for those listening, there's um, today, tomorrow, and Thursday uh, in Sydney time to put a, uh, a chance to win a double pass to the Katagunis game, which is going to be held on the 23rd of October at Lambert Park. Um, so we've got we've basically got three weeks until that game, a little bit less. <clears throat> so all you got to do, depending on what platform you, you look at, if it's on Twitter. Uh, Facebook or Instagram, you can put your entry in there. There's a stack of uh, entries in uh, on Instagram and Facebook's got a few. Twitter's got very few. So um, there's big opportunities to get a, to get a couple of uh, double pass to the Gattagunis Legends game at Lambert Park on 23rd of October, 5 p.m. kickoff. Um, check out our social media platforms. They're all pinned, especially on um, on Facebook and on Twitter. You can find the post at the top of our, our page because they're all they're pinned posts. Um, and you just got to tag a friend, most of them, uh, both of you follow Hellas Football on the particular platform you pick. Um, and once you've done that, you'll be in a, in a chance for a draw. The draw will be done in the next um, podcast. Yes. So um, get clicking, guys. Yeah, retweet, um, retweet, follow, retweet it with the persons. Um with the person that you want to tag along, um, like and tag the person on Facebook and like and tag the person on Instagram as well. Um, three and passes. Just, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was so going to no, keep going. Keep going. The, the, the three, three double passes there. The game's being played at Lambert Park in Sydney. We're only offering the passes. Um, so we've seen a few people from Greece and all that um, like it. By all means... You know, it's only two tickets, guys. We're not we're not for anything else. So, um, obviously, uh, it's you know to the Australian market this goes for um, more so, and and more so the Sydney market. Unless someone from Melbourne um, or, or anywhere around Australia is, is a super Karagunis fan and wants to do a weekend um, in Sydney, um, but we don't cover any of those costs. So, just want to put that out there. Um, it's just the two double passes. Um, they were they were given to us. Um, yeah, sorry, Greg, go for it. No, shout out to our followers on Facebook. Facebook page is um, going off on a few different posts, so um, good to see plenty of um, more people getting into Hellas football and enjoying the the daily news and results that are coming through. 
and a big thank you to Football Brilliance um, as well, who have um, given us those tickets to pass on. So they're doing some amazing work. And it's going to be a good day. Um, Cardogunas, we don't know who the guys are going to be in the Legends team, but um, I'm sure there's going to be some classic names there um, of uh, the football uh, of his era, of Cardogunas' era. So, and he still looks fit enough to be playing these days. So, um, you know, I don't think it'll, it'll, be, a, it'll be a fun day. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for the show, guys. Thank you, Stephen, Greg, Nico. Have yourselves a lovely Pleasure, day. Pleasure, guys. Until next week. Yes. All right. Yeah. Catch us later, boys.